Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, it's Russ from iHammers11. I hope you're all safe and well. New to the channel, please consider subscribing and hitting that bell icon so you're made aware of any time we have new content on. We have videos going up daily, but sometimes, you know, you might have just got that point to keep you up and I might put two or three videos up a day. So make sure you hit that bell icon so you don't miss any content. Loads of great guests, um, loads of great stories, in, including today's guest. I mean, many of you will know who she is and who her dad is particularly. Um, we'll just say it's Marie, and then we can talk about rather than give the surname away. <laughs> okay, it's Marie de Canio, everyone. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I look really like him, actually. I really, really like that. <laughs> how, how are you, Marie? How's things with you? Yes, good, thanks, Russ. I'm, I'm busy, keeping going. Yeah. Happy, actually, after last night can kind of relax and go into the last game kind of you know not really caring to be honest yeah it was weird wasn't it because everyone was like oh yeah we're, we're safe we're safe and then obviously you know now we're mathematically safe stuff so, yeah no, you exactly. just know you just yeah. know don't you I'm still trying to work out yesterday how many goals we had to lose by how many everyone else had to win by and it was really like oh my god just let it go and then yeah. but, you know, it was a good performance I thought yeah. we could have had them actually, but you I know. thought it was comfortable. You know, I, I I was, you know, the guys from Minds United sent me a link. I didn't, I know, I was, I was so bad. I didn't even check my messages, and and I went on for the last twenty minutes, and um, yeah, it was it was comfortable. You know, that, that sort of they came out second half. That first ten minutes, they were a bit. You thought we might have got another one, but after that, they were just pretty poor. I thought, to be perfectly honest, I didn't think they were very great. But it, it makes you know, it makes that bit interesting for them, isn't it? It's in terms of winner goes to the Champions League on uh, on Sunday, and um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. And then I watched the Championship stuff. That was mental. Oh my god, that was mental, wasn't it? That was Absolutely mental. mental. It's great though. Radio this morning, and it's so sad about teams gone down, and and you're like, oh, but we're safe, we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to cry next week. It's fine, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm not one of those. But I suppose you know that's what I used to love. You didn't love, but obviously when you obviously you won't have the fans there this this year, and obviously when a team does go down and they. And they sort of zoom in on like the kids, the adults crying and stuff. I I, I have some joy in that when it's not our team because I'm so used to it being our team. Yeah. It's sort of, it's quite sort of, uh, yeah. It's not, it's, it's like a car crash, isn't it? You have to stop and watch. Um, <laughs> so also, I don't know if I'm slightly disappointed. It's not going to the last game of the season because it normally does. You know that yeah. kind of. Oh my god! But you know, I think deep down, I'm happy with where we are. Yeah, so. me too. Otherwise, me I might cancel today if we'd got absolutely right. <laughs> I know, me too. I know, me too. I'm really angry. Yeah. Oh, I know, I know. But it's one of those, as you said, it's uh, it's all been done and dusted. And yeah, nice to see. Hopefully, we'll see, obviously, Slav and Julian be back at London Stadium next year. So, you know, fair play to them. That was great. And uh, great that Brentford didn't go up because I want two of their players. So, you know, obviously, hopefully, they go up in the playoffs. So we'll see. But, oh, they uh, won't, yeah, they won't hit, you know, they won't hit for me. It'll be Swansea. I can't, but yeah. Swan, yeah, goals scored or whatever. Yeah. That mental, absolutely mental league that is. But yeah. anyway, we're not here to talk about the championship because we're not going there next year. We're in the Premier League. But we're talking about nostalgia. Now, obviously, 
for those of you who know Marie, it's this is going to sound a stupid question, but I'm going to ask it for the people who don't know who Marie is. Marie, why was West Ham your club? Why are you a West Ham fan? I had absolutely no choice, Ross. Absolutely no choice at all. Um, Dad played for him in goal. Surname is Parts, to give you a little bit of a clue. And I do really look like him as well, actually. Yeah, you do. Um, from a lot of angles. Um, it's not <laughs> Tash, though. I, the Tash is under control. Um, but, but yeah, so I had no choice. It was kind yeah. of, I suppose, when Dad moved to uh, West Ham, I was five. Mm. So kind of memories, always, I don't have any memories of QPR at all. Um, so, so yeah, we had no choice. I remember at one point I did want to choose Liverpool. I wanted to support Liverpool because I wanted to be independent, like I still am. Yeah, uh, not an absolute no fucking way. Um, I had to support West Ham, but it was kind of I've been I was thinking about all of this because I was going to originally we spoke, didn't we? And I was going to try and get my dad involved and yeah. get some of my dad's stories. And then I thought it was really weird because actually thinking about it, I became more of a West Ham fan when Dad left and when he really? retired. What is that? What that is? Yeah. It was his job. So, like, yeah. we used to go to West Ham. We used to go to the training ground at, like, at school holidays, and which is amazing. But for us, it was going to Dad's job and kicking yeah. the ball around. And, and when we go to the games, me and my brother were more intent on running around everywhere. And, yeah. you know, it's because it was like a bit of a second home. So we didn't yeah. even – I don't even remember the matches, to be honest. I remember Dad going on every time he played at home and he was up that certain end. He'd always wave at us. Um, and then I just remember having fun with just loads of the players and, you know, yeah. meeting people like David Essex and the East Enders boys. And it's all of those. It's really weird because it was dad's job. And then no, I, yeah. as soon as dad finished, me and my brother could get into football, if you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Wasn't about dad, you know, all the time. It's, it's like, but then by then West Ham was in our blood. So yeah. we've been brainwashed. You know, yeah, had enough West Ham claret and blue stuff we had to wear, and <laughs> so there was no way I could change teams at the age of uh, 16. So, no, you were, you were done, <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like it was a bit of a weird one because I was when I was thinking, I was thinking I could do I could do my my 11 could be you know players that my dad played with, but then I don't really remember those kind of yeah. games. So and you're right, favorite. and you're right, it's your dad's job. And I think you know, we we, we chatted before, we'll get we'll get Phil on eventually as and stuff when everything's sorted and when we can all see each other again. But um but yeah no I I think it's 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 important to do your eleven. Yeah. And I think it and I think you're right. And I think if we had you and your dad together, it would have mud muddled because your journey is different from your dad's journey. Totally. And I think and that's the whole idea. It's your journey. So uh, as you said, I can, and it's weird. And yeah, thinking about it, it's, it's I can so see how, like, oh, could go, could go, it's like my daughter, you know, if I've got to drag her to the office or whatever, um, it's the same thing. And I don't, I never thought about it that way. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Because everyone, like, so it's like amazing. Everyone comes and chats to me. Everyone loves my dad. And yeah. they should, he's, he wasn't so, he's just a great goalkeeper. He's such a nice man. And it's yes. like everyone wants to chat. And everyone will go, do you remember that game in 86? And I'm like, no. no. Uh, you know, and it's kind of like, and, they'll be, and everyone's got this, this amazing kind of the brain where they remember all the games. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. I don't, Russ. I hardly remember one game to another. It, yeah. I mean, literally, I'm just not, I haven't got that brain. So it's kind of quite funny when it comes to, it was dad's work. And it's kind of like, it's only afterwards, I think I've really appreciated what dad did. Yes. You know? of everyone coming and talking to me and telling you know people are just amazing they'll be like that was my favorite game your dad made yeah. me cry like you know i mean literally and it's it's that's probably how i've learned about dad's job in a way you yeah. know because if your dad was an accountant you wouldn't want to go to his work or look at what he was yeah. doing so it's really yeah. weird isn't it because me and my brother loved football but it was never about that watching football or anything yeah. when we were younger yeah, and also, yeah i get that totally and also the fact that you know you've got you know, I mean, obviously, you know, you know, I've been fortunate to interview a lot of your dad's teammates and stuff. And and for you, it's it's Uncle Dev and it's da da da. And it's like, and again, it's 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 weird. It's like when you've got a friend who's a footballer, like, you know, for me, it's like a friend or a friend who's a footballer or I don't know, who's, who's a, I don't know, um, on telly or something. And it's like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's Bob. And, you know, but for you, it's like the same. And, it, and it's weird for anyone outside of your bubble, you know, not, not a social bubble, but, you know, a, yeah. a family bubble, uh, nothing COVID related here. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's weird. And it's like when I interviewed Rob Chapman as well, because obviously, his his granddad was was club sec secretary and stuff like that, and it's the same thing for him. You know, he just like he his West Ham life was sitting in the director's box, and yeah, yeah. 
it's just I, you it's know just it's weird. weird yeah it's really weird and i think so like since we because dad obviously was worked up um, in upton park as well right yes. again so in upton park yeah. we always have some kind of complimentary ticket you know yeah. since we've been in the new grounds it's kind of i just haven't done any of that and i just go yeah. stab with jackie and all of that lot and just kind of like it's like a, actually for the first time i feel like a bit of a proper fan instead of yeah. being kind of like phil parks's daughter here you go do you know what i mean kind of thing although there's yeah. a bit of that but but yeah you know it's kind of like it is it is a really weird because i had to really think about it because obviously i'm so proud of my dad and i could yeah. sit here for half an hour and talk about him of course you could yeah yeah, yeah. But it's kind of like, yeah, it's my journey was so different to his because he would yeah. just choose like the team that he played with. Yeah. Like yeah. some of the boys that you, you know, I kind of know my dad's team in a sense. It's like, <laughs> so I think for me, it was just about going down a completely different path. Yeah. It's my journey. So it's, this has been really good because it's made me think about it in a different way outside yeah, of that cool. little past box. In a sense. Yeah, exactly. And and how, how is, you know, everyone would like, how is your dad like, obviously at the moment with, with COVID and everything and oh, being good. locked down? Yeah. yeah he's, he's, him and mum have dealt with it amazingly. They are literally, they've just been getting on yeah, and doing cool. stuff. Good. They're literally, you know, quite happy in each other's company, watching loads of box sets, just yeah, drinking a bit of wine. You know, they literally. How's are. the hair? How's the hair? Because everyone oh would my ask. God. No, this is the best news. This is the best news. So, mum's. <laughs> He's had a skinhead. No, what? No, no, no. Mum wanted it cut quite a few times. She's like, you know, always like, yeah. oh, keep it short now. You're not playing football. But because it's dad's 70th in a few weeks and because his hair's grown so much, he's he's got the mullet back. So he's oh. keeping it. I know. I'm so pleased. I can't wait. It's like literally he's teased me a couple of times with a couple of pictures. I can't Brilliant. wait to see it. I know. Just me and my brother are like, get that mullet back because his hair is still amazing. It's kind and of... It, you're right. And it, it's synonymous, isn't it? For we, we feel was, <laughs> when your dad's, you know, his brain. So. I've been going for those old photos and I keep it. Oh, he didn't have a tash and he just looks really weird. It's like, oh. Yeah, I was like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I remember... I remember my my yeah exactly. Like, I remember my dad had and he's he didn't have a beard. He always had a beard, and and he shaved it off once, and he just looked weird. And it's it must be even more so it feel. Yeah, oh, yeah. I love it. I mean, he's literally had a tash for as long as I can remember. Yeah. So when I see those old photos, it's like, well, that's really weird because he actually looks like my brother with like long hair as well, which makes yeah. it even weirder. Yeah, it's kind of uh, so. Yeah, so no, but they are really well. It's his seventieth in a few weeks, so we're oh, fantastic. We're getting together for it, which will be amazing. Yeah, That's brilliant. I yeah, think he's got about three cases of red wine, which will be just perfect. So fantastic, <laughs> fantastic. So we pickled for we pickled for the rest of the year. That's what yeah, I like. Exactly. Pres preserved, as they call it. So obviously, you know, you as you said, you know, you've sort of taken on. You become like a, a real fan sort of after your dad left and stuff. And and you know, obviously particularly now you know with with obviously everything that's happened and, and no football and no fans and you know the as you said people like Jackie and people like that you've there's this really lovely community you know all the all your all your lot as yeah. I call them it's so nice because now I feel a little bit part of it now because I never was part of any community and it's like now I'm sort of more part of this little community I feel like yeah I feel oh, honoured there's some people out there that are like like me yeah no it's great i mean at the moment we've been watching uh quite a few of us have been watching the games all together on zoom brilliant you know, so it's kind of like a couple of drinks talk a lot of shit um yeah. and it's actually i kind of probably prefer because I, I don't get to yeah. see everyone if we go to the stadium because yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. big isn't it and it's like yeah. so actually it's been quite a nice way to just keep in contact and yeah they are a really nice bunch actually they're just um yeah, they are. They're very funny, which is yeah. kind of what you need as a West Ham fan. Well, yeah, exactly, exactly. And it, it's it's true. You've seen, you know, obviously, you know, with everything that's gone on, you know, that sort of banter and that sort of you could, you know, jostling and pay taking the Mickey out of each other and stuff. That's that's uh, that's been more than ever. Not just obviously your groups and stuff on Facebook, obviously on Twitter and stuff. And it just yeah. shows this whole West Ham. You know, people talk about the West Ham family and community and stuff like that. But it really, you know, and this channel is, you know, is a uh, a sort of a microcosm. That's a long word, isn't it? That a is microcosm of it. Jesus, um, I, I know. That now. Look that one up. I don't know if that's the right words. You know, I just, I just know. I don't care. It sounded great. It sounded great. <laughs> but it's true. It's true. And it's and I think you know. And as I said, listen to everyone's story. Um, doesn't matter how everyone has a different story, an origin story. Everyone has a slightly different eleven, yeah. and you know, it helps. It helps sort of keep that sort of spirit that's all togetherness and then hopefully god knows when it will be mid-october late october january when everyone's back together i think it will be um i think people will appreciate going to the football more because yeah, i think 
I think yeah. we took it for granted a lot. And actually, yes. because of that fucking stadium and because it, we went from Upton Park and so it's a real kind of disappointment, wasn't it? And it's yeah. kind of then, then even then it was such a stretch to keep. I mean, I'm only down the road from there, really. Mm. But I still couldn't be bothered a lot of the time because yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. oh, God, it's got, you know, it was like, a I don't know, it was different to Upton Park was like that electric. Well, you had, you had so many memories from that, that place, yeah, didn't you? So it was very natural. So. That's it, isn't it? It was about creating those memories. But I think you're right. I'm looking forward to going back to that stadium. I'm looking yeah. forward to having beers at half time because we're losing and it's then I don't go back to my seat because that's kind of what I used to be. You know, that used to be it. We're not, in it. We're not in it for the football, Jackie, uh, Maria. We're not in it for the football. And you, you said you, you and Jackie and you having a beer together and, and stuff oh, like that. No, it's, um... Rob, uh, Robert Banks and I, we... Um, oh, yeah. Whenever we get together, we always had a habit. Just second half, we just wouldn't even go back to us. We just literally just chatting away, having a beer. I think that's what it is. And I think during yeah. lockdown, it's kind of made me realise that that is what it's about, actually. Yeah. You know, the football's kind of secondary now. Yes. It's about going and seeing everyone and, you know. And actually, that's that was what it always was for me, in a sense. Yeah. It was never really about what they were doing on the pitch. No, much. but you said it, even, even when your dad was playing, you know, you said it was it was going and playing with the other kids and players' wives and stuff like yeah. that. And, and it's always been that. And I think even more so. And you're right. It's one of those things where um, I interviewed someone and they said, you know, going to West Ham the last few years has been a bit like a chore. Yeah. Um, it's, it's exactly what you mentioned. Um, yeah. But it's a chore he wanted to start doing again. Yeah. Um, and and you're right. Yeah, I think you don't. I think you know. As I said, yeah, you're right. We're not in it for the football. You know, you you, you back the wrong horse. You should have got your dad to go to Man United if that was the case. Well, I mean, for and goodness, and actually, I think Man United did come in for him. I think yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like you do look at that. But then I would have been one of those Man United supporters, Southern. Oh, you yeah. know, Copy red. Ham was like, you know, I don't know. I, I, you know, in the long run, I'm happy he played for West Ham. I hate him quite a lot of the time, though, and I do have a go at him for it. If we're yeah. having a really bad season like this season, it's like, <laughs> God's sake, Dad, do you know what I mean? It's just been years of pain. It's kind Particularly because of... it was a goalkeeper problem that really buggered up our season. You know? Oh, my God. Dad, for God's sake. <laughs> I mean, the amount of people that just said, is your dad got still got his gloves? And it's like, <laughs> he actually says, he always says he's got one last dive in him because he will not get up after that. <laughs> and he also said that West Ham could not afford his medical bills if he just does that one last dive. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like it is mine. He can still do it, but reality, he's not getting yeah, exactly, back. Yeah, yeah. Over body, isn't it? yeah, the first yards in here, first yards exactly. in here. Right, okay. Let's let's go on to this eleven because I'm looking forward to this eleven. Okay, because um, I think I think a lot of people uh, would would have clicked onto the video thinking it's going to be one thing, all about your dad and stuff, and it's not going to be. It's going to be about you because I think that's really important. Um, okay. Let's go and start with let's start with the goalkeeper. Who are we having goal for for the Marie Eleven? Who's going in between the sticks? Right. Okay. I, I mean, do you want to know my theme of where I? Yeah. Yeah. So kind of, I've looked at it and thought, right, it wasn't really about the football. It yeah, wasn't yeah. about as much individual performances. But as a girl growing up, it was about crushes. So I've done my West Ham Eleven and like my kind of crushes all the way through of kind of you know. Brilliant. Um, so, so naturally, you'd think I'd have my dad in there, but I can't because that's weird. That's your dad. <laughs> it was like I was trying to find an angle of how to get my dad in there to get that thirty percent up, Ross. But it's just weird. I can't do it. So um, it's all right because we'll have your dad on later, so he'll put himself in the team. So he can put himself in it. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Um, and then I decided. Then I thought David James. Love a bit of David mm. James. But then I started looking back at some of the images. I really don't like some of what he wears in his hair. Teeth. Teeth. He had tiny teeth then, didn't he? Yeah. So I was like, oh, I had a real crush on him at the time, but obviously <laughs> not now. Um, so that was a bit of a revelation. Um, so I've gone with Jimmy Walker. Oh, nice. I just love Jimmy Walker. He just, I know he's only really with us one season. You know, obviously it was that promotion. Um <laughs> Our promotion season and losing the FA Cup, um, which we just, you know, won't mention. But it was kind of like he was just the nicest man as well. And yeah. just every time, everyone I always, especially goalkeepers, they always want to talk about dad. Yeah. But he was so God in love with dad. It made me in love with him. It was yeah. kind of, you are so lovely. So it's kind of like, for me, it's like he was just in a, he was in our team in a really important season. Because yes. that one, I mean, I never 
who knew that we were going to go up? I mean, we just scraped the playoffs. Out of nowhere, wasn't it? The last 10 games or something. So that was really exciting. And because he was that part of it, I think he's really stuck in my brain. And then on the back end of that, it's kind of like, he is such a nice man. Um, And just, yeah, just, just, just a really all round nice man. You'll notice by my team, not all of them are the nicest of men. (laughs) <laughs> but he was just a genuinely nice bloke. I was obviously going through a stage where I was like liking nice men. It was like, oh, yeah. I've got a crush on you. Yeah. Um, and then, then you like yeah. you like the bastards later on, you know. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Or before, you know. So it's like literally a mix of in my life. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like although and it, it, he was only there. I, I remember some of his games, but he just it, it, he was just there at a really important year. I think. Yeah. Yeah, um, definitely. That was a really exciting end. I mean, it was like getting to that point, wasn't it? It was like, we're going to be in the championship again. And then all of a sudden we're in the playoffs. And then all of a sudden we're, you know, we're yeah. in the playoff final. And it was like, that for me was just being a West Ham fan. That was yeah. the good, you know, and he was just go- he was just goalkeeper when it was good in that time. Because yeah. yeah, around yeah, that, yeah. T- otherwise we were, we were in bad, you know, bad season, good season, bad season, good season, weren't we? Yeah, and obviously we had the season before, we had the playoff final before, didn't we, the year before. And uh, I, I, do you know what? It's funny. I don't do a lot of DJ now, um, but I do it occasionally for family and friends as like a present to save them like five hundred quid, you know, for a DJ. Yeah. But even if someone comes, one of one of the uh, one of the, the oldies comes up and asks for glad all over, I don't play it. I refuse to play it because I just had this vision. Of of the other end of of, the, of Millennium Stadium, all those yellow shirts going glad all over. It's, oh God, it wind me up chronically. Yeah, but you're but right, yes. Jim. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy, a lovely guy. He's, we're getting him on the channel soon. He's it, well now. Actually, season's over now, so we'll get him on soon. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, lovely bloke. And um, you're right. And he got because obviously that playoff final when he got injured, and then obviously Bywater came on for the last bit, and yeah. we all had our, our hearts in our mouths. Yeah. And uh, and he got booked after he, <laughs> on on the stretcher. I remember that. I was like, that's really harsh. But I know, um, I know. just while he's lying there in absolute pain. <laughs> oh, lovely guy. Right, Jimmy's in. I'll let you carry on. You you go you go through a team as you want, Marie. Right. Okay. So then I've kind of gone left back. Yeah. Now this is where obviously you know my changing kind of direction <laughs> goes a bit. It has to be Julian Dix. Yeah. Um, it's kind of he was still he he actually joined just before. Dad left. So I think it was like 1988 or something. So didn't he? I think so. It was just late 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just still there because John Lyle was still manager. So, um, I mean, Julian Dix, just he's just the proper hard man. He's every girl, you know, every, he's the man that every girl shouldn't like. It's that, he's the one that your mum goes, stay away from him, Marie. (laughs) He did that quite a lot with quite a few of them, actually, Ross. But she would be, stay away, you know. It's kind of like, he was that scruffy, shirt hanging out, hard man, just went in for every tackle. You know, it's kind of like, he didn't care. And it was like... And he just went for it. And it was just, there was just something amazing about him. And I think the other, so I said that I don't really remember stuff. There are certain stuff I do remember. And I was at the game when he took that penalty against Man United. Yeah. Yeah. And I've still got the cl- the clipping somewhere because I found it the other day when I was going through loads of stuff. I've still got the clipping where the pitch has been taken and Schmeichel hasn't even left the ground and it's in the yeah. back of the net. And yeah. it was just the power in it. I was just like, I love him. Yeah. <laughs> you're I'm right. It's, it's moments, isn't it? You're right. It's moments necessarily. I, you know, you, you wouldn't know I, if I said what season was that. You wouldn't know. I wouldn't know to be honest. No, but it's it? all it's, it's moment. Nice. I have no idea. Yeah, no yeah. Idea. But it's just that moment. And actually, I was looking. I was just doing a little bit of a. Oh, I'll, I'll have a little look and see. Because um, I, yeah, I, I knew it was Man United, but I wanted to check. And then I saw this thing and. Basically, Julian Dick says that when he like put the ball on the on the spot and everything, Cantona went over to him and went Dick's small goal, and then literally, obviously, Julian Dick blasted it through. And then Julian Dick says, as he ran back, he kind of Cantona winked at him, and it was just yeah. like I just was like, see, it's like even Cantona's like that was a, that was a corker. Yeah. So it's like yeah. So but Julian Dick's is just you know, and then I've also obviously the continuing you know like him being with Slaven. Yeah, and him yeah. still West Brom coming back in. It's Julian Dix is just Julian Dix, isn't he? He's just kind of I don't know, just he's just West Ham aura. He's got an aura around him, doesn't he? Yeah. For someone who's so unassuming off the pitch, he just has this aura actually, around him, doesn't he? he? Is. Yeah, he's not this real, real hard man. He's actually yeah. quite a nice bloke. Yeah. <laughs> 
But did you prefer him before he hit the skinhead or after the skinhead? Well, that's oh, the question. Skinheads. All about skinhead. the skinhead, Russ. <laughs> skinhead, rich shirt. Oh, my God. But it, it did. he used to wear his shirts, didn't he? Just over his shorts. Yeah. Mum would be like, always oh, ripped so his. Ripped, he had one of these, and he ripped his collars, and yeah. there was kids everywhere ripping their collars, and parents oh, going that. absolutely mental at them. And yeah, but, uh, yeah. yeah socks around his ankles and everything. No, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. So he's he was a massive crush for me, um, yeah. and probably still is actually because he's Julian Dix. So yeah. you know, it's just 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 Julian. Oh, Dix. he's aged well. He's aged well. <laughs> well, he doesn't look. He's a bit fat, but he doesn't look. I think. Fat. I think. Yeah, but I think he's. I think he's aged well. I think Julian yeah. has. Um, but uh, yeah, and obviously we'll see him there at London Stadium next year. So it's very yeah, good. Totally. Hopefully totally. everyone can do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right, and then moving on to right back. Yeah. This is kind of a bit of a weirder one, but I've got Ray Stewart because he was kind of so like back in the day. I mean, Ray Stewart was only playing with my dad for a few years. Yeah, but I remember Ray um, not when he was playing, obviously, because I was about seven. Um, yeah. But I remember him like when I used to go to West Ham quite a lot after when I decided I liked West Ham. Um, and my dad was if my dad was working there as well. But even before yeah. then, I used to go on my own quite a lot, especially when I moved to London. And um, he was always there and then because he's like uncle ray it's like it was kind of like but he was always like you know ray stewart was always kind of there and then i just i've watched back loads of old stuff and oh man he i would have really fancied him if i was <laughs> 19. it was like oh my goodness but i think ray's just been that constant kind of you know he's he's a good looking man still is yeah and he's, he's got a scottish accent and i think that's where my my that scottish is. accent you know fixations yeah. Not that yeah. I've ever gone out with anyone from Scotland, but I do love the accent. <laughs> well, that's why they use it for um, for call centres and stuff, don't they? Because you have this sort of uh, it's uh, it's going to be the most calming, uh, reassuring accent in, in it's all the accents in the UK. But yeah, yeah, still yeah, still a lovely bloke, and uh, yeah, but yeah, tur turns out lovely. Wears lovely suits when he comes on oh, the pitch half time. You know, he's uh, a <laughs> no, exactly. But he's just. He's funny. He's just got that real character. There's always a yeah, bit of a flirty yeah. thing about him as well. So I just, I love Ray. He's just got, he's just got this big character and, yeah. you know, you can't understand a word he says most of the time, <laughs> but that's fine. It's kind of, yeah. you know, but also I think for me, because he's such good friends with dad still and they're, yes. and they're like really close and dad's got like, you know, he's got amazing respect for dad. Dad's got amazing respect for him for how, you know, for the playing basically. And then you look at like, look at some of his, like his stats of his is his penalties. I mean, he only missed six or something, didn't he? Mental. I mean, that's just crazy. You know, it's kind of you look at that, and so so yeah. Ray Stewart had to go in. He had to go in for me, um, just because he's one of my early crushes. You know, yeah. probably about seven or eight. I'm like, oh, I love Uncle Ray. <laughs> <laughs> you can't good. say that with Uncle Ray. It sounds weird, but I, I know, I know, it's really weird, isn't it? It's really weird. <laughs> my mum and dad didn't have any brothers or sisters, so me and my brother used to make up that these were all our uncles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you're Lovely. right. I can't say. Mm, no, I had a crush. Say, yeah, I had a crush on Uncle Ray. It's like, God, Uncle you get. Ray, so I'll do that kind of thing. That's fine. Yeah, you get the Strathclyde yeah. police go over and, and uh, you know. <laughs> exactly. I'll get a knock on the door in a minute. Project U they'll bring it back. Anyway. Don't worry, I'm not. There is, a, is there anyone else from Dad's team? It's, if it is, it's, it's only one, so it won't be that. All right, no worries. Fine. And then go, yeah, go move it on quick, centre back. Um, yeah. My first one is Rio Ferdinand. Um, he just, I just loved him. And yeah. it was kind of, that was the time as well when I think I was really getting into West Ham on my own so him when joe cole was there you know all of that kind of era even with frank lampard and i think that's when i really got the love for west ham yeah. because that's when i was going a lot on my own dad wasn't working up there either so it'd be kind of it was that independent thing i think yeah yeah just so i kind of was thinking about these times and why did i love rio so much but i loved him as a player anyway but i think it was that time when i really got into football and yeah. I was then suddenly felt like a proper West Ham fan yeah. instead of just my dad played for him type thing. Yeah. Um, but he, you kind of watched him grow at West Ham. You knew he was going to leave because he was mm. that good, wasn't he? He was just that good. Um, he just commanded that whole kind of centre. And it was just, his passing was sublime. I just used to watch him kind of quite a lot just during the games. You know, it was just, he was so solid. Um, there was a, And then I obviously had a bit of a crush on him. And there was the, this time that we were... 
I was in kind of some some of the hospitality seats and he was obviously injured and he was with one of his mates and I was with one of my mates and we were giggly and you know I was just like sitting there trying to be cool um and he drank a bottle of water so we nicked it and I probably <laughs> found it about seven years ago thinking what the hell is this empty bottle of water doing in this box and it was really unfair, we could clone I, him we could yeah. clone him quick i've obviously I've, i was like oh my god marie um I, and i can't believe i've just told you that story out loud because when so i saw the bottle again i was like oh my god marie <laughs> that's so fucking weird do you know what i mean quick he's drunk out of that take it um i've actually got rid of the bottle now because that would be really weird if i'd carried on keeping it but but yeah so <laughs> rio ferdinand but i just loved him and, it, and yeah. I, I loved him all the way through his career actually i didn't hate yeah. him at man u or no. you know you can really hate players in other clubs mm. i didn't so so yeah so rio sent it back my first yeah. one and then my other one is uh jimmy collins because you've oh. got to kind of have a ginger in there, in my crushes. I've got to have one. I've got to. And I love ginger. He's just, I don't know. He was another one. Because I, I can't, the first time he was with us, it's kind of like I do, you know, he was good. But the second time, I don't know, yeah, there was something about him, wasn't there? Because you had a skinhead, weren't it? That's why, Marie. You had a skinhead <laughs> second time. Truth's coming out now. I was trying to make now. up all about the football then, Russ. I was trying to go, oh, yeah. Like, I really knew what I was talking about, but you're right. Should... I, but you're right. He went the second time. He he was, he was came back more um, Alvin Martin-like, I call it. You know, more the veteran. The veteran yeah, went back, solid. yeah. He was a bit more, you kind of trusted. When he was there, you trusted him, didn't you? It's mm. like, oh, do you know what? He's got that. When him and Reeve were playing together, it was kind of, oh, this is solid. You know, and actually, we haven't had a great defence since then, no. actually. So I think, you know, for me, I had to get Jimmy in there because I actually he, that that second time round, I remember we were crap as well in some of the games, and but he would just save us. You know, yeah. losing four 0 we lost two 0 or you know, yeah. that kind know of <laughs> he just helped cushion the blow a little bit. I think. Yeah. Um, but he kind of wore his heart on his sleeve and kind of gave West Ham everything. And then, and then also I wanted to put him in because I just thought the way that the club got rid of him was just mm. horrible. And I just thought that he deserved a lot more respect because we mm. all really loved him. And it was kind of like, oh, we should have all been able to say goodbye. <laughs> and had a James Collins moment type of thing with him. Um, but then I love him like now on his, like, you know, he's brilliant on the commentary and things like that as well. So so, yeah, they, yeah, he's just definitely, and I, I, I agree. Yeah, you're right because obviously I remember that moment when we did the lap of appreciation, and Nobes came out and said, "Oh, we got off this man another deal," and you know it was sort of like he knew it was like he was going, and yeah, it was you know a little little sour taste in the mouth, wasn't it? Really, sometimes yeah, it you get that with some players, isn't it? I mean, even like Winston Reed, you know, I mean, you know, he's been here ten years now. We signed him in, in after the 2010. World Cup and um that's going to go out a bit like a damp squib I think you know with him and you know it, it's always going to go down in folklore history because he scored the last goal at Upton Park and exactly. you know it's uh it's we, we need uh, uh, but I just think it's I just think it's not just West Ham I think it's a, a state of football you know players move around so much now that you don't get loyalty like like in your dad's era you know that that type of thing and so you don't so it's very rare I mean it's very rare you will never get a Mark Noble again. Oh my god, um, no way. I don't think I'd love it. Be. I'd love to have one more, and his name is Declan Rice, but I don't think you get that. But no, I don't um, <laughs> it's a different it's, it's you know, we though we, we harp on, you know, you know, it's all about players coming and going, and we just have to accept that now, unfortunately. I know, and I think it's it is just like, not nice. I think it's kind of when they when they when they yeah, wear their heart on their sleeve, we get really yeah. attached, even if they're shit. So even Carl and Cole, I mean, you know, Carl and Cole bless him I, he he drove me mad but i loved him because he yeah. just had this you know and i think that's what it is isn't it and it's kind of like you kind of feel like you know them a bit because they've tried yeah. so hard for you it's i don't know but i know exactly what you mean those, he was one of those that i just really just loved because i just yeah. thought he he was everything i wanted west ham to be in a sense and yeah. i think that's no. what it comes down to yeah that makes sense. Of, yeah that's right. strong school pair okay he's in okay who's next who's next Marie? right Scott Parker, I've got next, which I know he went to Spurs, uh, and he, I know he was only with us for about four years, um, but it just felt like so much more, actually. Yeah. When I kind of look back, it feels like Scott Parker was there for years and years. But I think it's because he he was, I, I mean, we didn't, we, we had a crack team, like it was dreadful actually around Scotty Parker. 
and it was kind of like, and we were relegated, and it was, you know, but for some reason he was still so solid. I mean, he got back in the England team, didn't he? Yeah. He played amazingly, even though we were really shit. Yeah. Um, and I really remember it because I just remember going, oh, thank God. And because everyone else was so crap, I loved Scotty Parker more yes, then because he was more, trying yeah. harder. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, uh, you know, like when when we've had games where Noble, like, you know, at times Noble would be the only one trying. And yeah. he'd be like, oh, I love you, Nobes. I hate everyone else. Scotty Parker was a bit like that for me. because And then he went Spurs and it kind of dampened it a bit. But, you know, yeah. I kind of got it as well because it was kind of like, I remember when he was going and I was really angry. But I kind of thought to myself, no, he, he needs Premier League football because mm. it's kind of... He's getting back, he's got back in England. It's kind of, this is good for him. And he was great for us. And I had to do all this kind of justification of him going to Spurs. Um, <laughs> but he really stood out for me then, because he just, I think he just was a great player. And I'm really yeah. pleased with what he's doing right now. And every, you know, do you know what I mean? I just really, really liked him. I no, thought I mean, he, And then I got, no, yeah, I'm still quite shocked he was only with us for four years. I yeah. it was he should, but he made, such, he made such an impact. You know, over three or four years, one hand of the year threes in a row. You know, the, the papers was always say Scott Parker captain, and it wasn't. It was Matthew Upson, and you know, yeah. and you're right. It's it's um he was, I, I, I mean, you know, when you when you look at when people, you know, some people play, you know, fans revere and stuff. You know, someone like Tevez, for example, um, was only really around for six months, but people would revere him more than Scott Parker because he decided to go to another club that maybe isn't our favourite club, yeah. um, but is in the league that is the top league. And it's like, you know, me going to another company. It's, it's, and again, it's, it's, it's the same thing we said about GP. It's that sort of modern take on football now, which I don't yeah. think we're still as fans about two decades back, isn't it? In terms of loyalty and fight for the band and da, da, da players now it's it's all about money and it's you know exactly. very rare you get those mark nobles and gems where you're just like you know and even though it's four years he was a little gem for four years oh, definitely yeah he was just west ham for four years like he yeah. really just literally just did everything he could um yeah. and it's kind of and i think that's it it's like i do have a massive love for loyal players it's quite, yeah of course you, you, you yeah, do because yeah. i actually when i was looking through stuff although actually a couple of these are not loyal but when i was looking through i was like oh yeah there's quite a theme going on here i like the players that kind of are a bit you know give it or give it all i think it's just yeah you know just giving it all but i think scott parker did even though it was only four years so yeah so yeah so yeah. my next one is nothing to do with football um well, definitely not football for West Ham, but it's I, he had to be in there. It just had to be. Um, it's Freddie Lundberg, obviously. Um, only in there because of the Calvin Klein adverts. And then when he came to West Ham, it's like, oh, my God, we've got Freddie Lundberg. He's a beautiful man. But actually, kind of thinking about it, he was crap for West Ham. <laughs> Are you struggling doing Lundberg? Yeah, I'm typing it. I'm going to spell it wrong, but it doesn't matter. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> Unsurprisingly, I haven't had Freddie Lundberg loaded into the system already. So, yeah. I didn't think you would because it's kind of like you think back and I said, I mean, didn't he do a four-year contract or something? He was only with us a year, wasn't he? And just like, did he score yes. two goals? Or, and he comes from Arsenal and he's in like the top 50 Gooners and it's kind of like he was brilliant at Arsenal. And then he comes to West Ham and was just shocking, but beautiful. And I kind of could forgive him because he was beautiful. He was a beautiful man. Um, very shallow, I know, Russ. But, you know, at times you've kind of got a bit, I suppose. Um, I mean, because I remember when we were signing him, I was really excited. Because I thought, yeah. oh, my God, he's going to score goals. We've got Freddie Lundberg. This is mental. He's leaving Arsenal for us. And then it was so such, it was just such a disappointment, wasn't it, on every level. And then I think he was injured as well for half the season. So yeah. we didn't even see him warm up or anything. It was just like, oh, he was literally here for about five games and now he's kind of gone. <laughs> so he's not going on on any talent for West Ham at all. It's literally, because I, I feel like he was our only poster boy. Because when I was thinking about, thinking about doing this, and I was like, I kind of Googled, Best looking West Ham players, all of that kind of thing. Literally, just it, the only person was Freddie Lundberg. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, it'd just be one picture. Like, <laughs> okay, we were. Someone said to me, it'd be easier uh, to But your dad was a model, so you know, it's like, well, I know. <laughs> we've, we've seen the adverts, you know. You look back and I think the older boys are like, you know, back in my dad's day, they were more poster boys than now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've never been known for our kind of, you know, poster boy look. Yeah. Um, but Freddie Lundberg, he was that one. So, yeah. 
I had to get a shallow one in there. Yeah. And I had to change the spelling halfway through, if in case anyone noticed, because that's Lund and it's Lung. If a quick Wikipedia search, <laughs> the beauty of this of this new system, I can do that as we talk about. Yeah. Well, anyway, we won't have to. Uh, it's, it's loaded in now, but no doubt it'll happen. It's like be like buses, you know. You wait all, Everyone you wait one hundred and twenty, and two will come along. <laughs> Marie's right. That's exactly it. So then I've gone instead of like I've gone a bit. I've gone a bit more modern on these next two. So my okay. first one is Robert Snodgrass. Oh, um, nice. yeah, yeah. Again, obviously there's a Scottish accent thing going on, <laughs> but I just. Like when he first joined, I remember he he was crap. Well, he wasn't crap, but he just didn't give it a yeah, chance. He, he wasn't chance, part yeah. of the team. Then he went away, didn't he? Where did he go? Villa, wasn't it? Villa, yeah. Um, and then he came back a different player for me as well. Yeah. He came back with this more mature kind of outlook, but this real kind of another hard man type thing. Mm. So another real get stuck in. And there were some games that he would be the one that you'd be like, come on, snoddy. Do you know what I mean? And then he can score mm. wicked goals as well. But it was just like that that passion, I think, that I don't think was there the first time before he went on loan. No. Yeah. And then it's kind of like, you know, that passion was then like, you know, came, when he came back, it was like, this is amazing. This yeah. is absolutely amazing. So I had to kind of put him in because he's kind of my one of my new modern players that I absolutely love watching. I think yeah. he just brings something to our team that we kind yeah. of... Yeah, I think we've missed it. I think we've missed him since he hasn't been here back from restart. Yeah. Well, definitely for the first few games. I think, you know, we've... Um, not just that his delivery, you know, he, you know, he's. I mean, Jared Bowen's has found his left foot, which I didn't know he had. But oh, um, amazing, yeah. It's exactly. the same, isn't he? Snoddy's, uh, uh, you know, he's got a cracking foot, and he delivers some great balls. And we, 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 we did miss that when he's not playing. But, uh, but I think you're right. We miss his. I miss his drive. You know, he might might be back for Sunday. You know, they did say there was talk of him possibly being back before the end of the oh, season. Yeah, yeah, exactly. one more game. <laughs> So yeah, but yeah, I know what you mean by Snoddy. I think I think he came back as one of the of the older players then because obviously we had a bit of a clear out in between him leaving and a lot of new foreign players came in. He came back as an, an established British player and uh, maybe it meant you know a bit more of a, a bit more of a swagger about him. I don't know. I think he did, didn't he? he just came back with a bit more yeah. kind of confidence, maybe. And actually, do you know what? I'm going to get in this side and I'm going to stay in this side. Yeah. And I just, that, that real grit, I think, is kind of like, I just really admire someone like that, you know, because yeah. he, he had to work really hard. Because I he remember, did. I mean, because yeah. Pellegrini came in and bought all these players and he was still picking, he picked a returning Robert Snodgrass. Yeah. And, and, you know, that must have given him a lot of confidence. And then play with confidence, he's a 20%, 30% better player. Yeah. Um, and yes, so, yeah, Snoddy, Snoddy's in. Right, so the next one, it has to be Antonio. It just has to be Antonio. You know, I, I mean, literally, what can I say about the man? Yeah. He is just, I've always loved him. Um, it, it, just like he's always been, even when he was a bit of like, people were like, ah, oh, he's not working hard enough or he's not, yeah. I've always loved him because he's got, he's got a grit in him as well. Like Snodgrass, yeah. it's like this yeah. hunger to kind of play and, and and be everywhere and everything else. And, and then I just think he's just, how he's worked and got himself up through the leagues, it's kind of, that just shows that kind of mentality yeah. which you know he's not just this one that's gone straight to a big club he's had to work really bloody hard to get to West Ham and it's kind of like he's taking every kind of opportunity he can you know and this is way before even that 4-0 or yeah. you know it's kind of where and he does little things that just make us love him so you know scoring the first goal at the new stadium of Spurs I mean you yeah. know that's a legend in his own right isn't it yeah. but I think he just because he just he just really tries, you know. Sometimes, sometimes when you watch, you watch a game, and he's the only person that's creating anything. Yeah. And I just well, think he's on his own up front, isn't he? Poor exactly. he's, he manages it. He's like a bulk yeah. of a bloke as well. But defenders yeah. can't get hold of him. You know, they can't they can't close him down. He's got a real. I think he's got a real physical talent, but I think he's got a real football brain as well, yeah. where he reads the game. Um, yeah, I just love him. I just Are you I mean, right. You know, right. it's kind of. Yeah, I, I, he is pretty much kept us up, I think, just with his hunger. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, he's top top goal scorer since restart, and uh, yeah. you know, ten, 10 Premier League goals. I think it's the first time he's ever scored ten Premier League goals. Uh, obviously, yeah, no, because that, that noble penalty last night, that I was a bit like, oh, yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? It's something weird there. I reckon I, I, someone did mention. I mean, I made a comment on Twitter saying, "Oh, maybe he's got a goal bonus for ten goals." And yeah. someone did say that he's got a three seven hundred and fifty grand bonus, 
and it it's was all, something like that, isn't it? It's a bit, it was a bit weird. It was funny though, and it's funny looking on Twitter the other uh, over yeah, in the morning, in the afternoon um, today, where you had like um, it, someone's taken a gif of of him talking to. Oh, I think he was, I can't believe he was talking to the Man United team, but he was doing like, you know, what Pogba did and like Pogba's behind him, just look at him like, <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant. You have to look at him. So oh, I'll, have to, I'll look that up after this. So definitely. funny. Definitely. But you're right. It, when he's got the grip between his teeth and he's had it since restart, he's yeah. unplayable. He's actually unplayable. And I think the reason why he's unplayable is he doesn't know what he's going to do with the ball. I think he he, he he's <laughs> off off the cuff. He's an off the cuff player, yeah. and so if he doesn't know what like a defender's going to have, you know. So I think, exactly, yeah. exactly. No, I, no, do I, love just, I think he's just a special player, and I just yeah. and I think he's kind of kept me, you know, even like you know, because when he was injured and stuff, I just kind of lost a bit of interest in West Ham because we lost a bit of interest in ourselves. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. He brings that kind of I don't know the energy I think that we need. You know, it probably gives confidence to loads of the players around him as well. And it's just, you know, I just don't think you can't put a price on someone like him at the moment for me. No. You know, and he's kind of, you know, he's he's a very loyal man as well. Again, yeah. so, so yeah. Mikhail's in. That's my field, midfield. I know, yeah. a little bit old and new on that one. I like and it. It's, yeah, it's just, and then irrelevant. <laughs> just with Kelly Lundberg. So then strikers, right. So, this is also... That don't get uncomfortable, but this was also someone that played with my dad. Um, but Crossy, um, oh. but like who doesn't have a crush on David Cross? Oh, I, I love the man, honestly. I've, I've been I'm fortunate enough to meet him obviously for the channel, and oh, he was he's, he's just lovely, isn't he? So you know, I, just, I remember because my, my wife just walks in, you know, she walks in with a, a nice lolly or a, it's 99 and. You know, he's like, oh, you're right, Russ. <laughs> so I'm seated away. Didn't bother him. Didn't bother me yeah. at all. It was lovely. Just, I love the man. Just the nicest, nicest man. And and it's kind of like, actually, it's kind of, you know, because he, he was a real hard man on the pitch as well. Mm. And like you go back through his career and and kind of see, you know, and dad dad obviously highly praises him as both a man and footballer. But it's kind of like you go back and you're just like, oh, my God, you were really bloody good. You know, like even that four goals that he scored, you know, it's kind of like, Oh, you were the last West Ham player to do that. You were really bloody good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's just the fact that he was this real presence on pitch, on the pitch, and and he played for a lot of teams as well. So it's kind of like, you know, he wasn't just he, he got, you know, he was in some really good teams, but he's the softest, softest man off the pitch. So, like you said, he's just the nicest, most laid back kind of just bloke, I suppose. Yeah. And yeah, he's he's just one of my favorites. He's just yeah. I got actually, yeah, he's just one of my favorites. Whenever I see him, he's just he's just always amazing, and just yeah. takes his time out to speak to everyone, um, which a lot of them do. But he just he really is, yeah. yeah and I think like, and I think also in in the modern era, um, you know, he's very active on Twitter, and yeah. that makes a huge difference um, because it's you know getting a like from from Ian Bishop from Bish Bosch Hammer is a bit like getting a signature nowadays or a pitch, you know, it's, it's the equivalent and, and Crossy to respond to, I don't know, it's like Canning Town Lens says, you know, it, it sort of validates um, what he was saying, but also it's like, Oh yeah. It's like, you know, he's still involved and, and, uh, and he speaks so highly of the West Ham fans. I mean, we recorded the episode and then afterwards he carried on talking. So I kept it rolling and I I tagged it on the end because it was lovely. You know what he said. And um, yeah, no, it's a, He's a yeah, lovely bloke. He's just one of those kind of. I mean, you know, don't get me. Pretty much everyone that Dad played with are amazing. Those yeah. old boys are just yeah, they are. amazing. Time for everyone, they, 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 their friendship is so amazing to watch as well. I mean, it's forty odd years for a long time, and they are so close still. And it's like you take it. It's like they go back to the dressing room, yeah. and it's kind of it's such a beautiful thing. And David Cross is just one of those, like one of those people that just brings it all together as well. Yeah. And he's got a real dry sense of humour, which is yes. always good. Quite happy to take the piss out of anyone. And I'm like, you know, and just comes out with these snide little comments sometimes, which I'm like, oh yeah, go on, David. Yeah. Um, and his family's lovely, and everything about him is just lovely. He's just one of those real genuine, nice, nice men, basically. But a brilliant player on top of that as well. Yeah, definitely. All right, Crossy's yeah. in. Okay. Who's the last piece? My of the last one is uh, 
Teddy Sheringham, although I know the whole Spurs thing as well. Yeah. See, I've got to type Teddy in as well. God, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Carry you on. You don't have to do Teddy yet either. This is a new system I'm, I'm working on. So it's like, yeah, so Sid, but we'll put Teddy in. I'm, I'm, I know how to spell Sheringham. So, yeah, we're okay. <laughs> Brilliant, you know. But, yeah, I know he kind of, he's ex-Spurs twice and Man U. But oh, when he came to West Ham, I was so excited because I just loved Teddy Sheringham. Um, it was kind of like, and actually, do you know what? He was an old bloke as well when he came to West Ham and he still had, like, you'd watch him and he'd still be in the right position at the right top time. Goal scorer. He was top goal scorer, though, wasn't he? 23, 24 goals. Mental. I know. And, like, he's was, he was the oldest premiership scorer, you know, maybe still, actually. Um, and then kind of also there was, like, the FA Cup. He was the only one that's, that, that scored his penalty, like, yeah. in that horrible penalty shootout. I'm sure he was the only one. There's just stuff that I love about Teddy Sheringham. But I think the main reason as well is that... Mm, um during his time my dad was doing a lot of work up at West Ham every home game and my mum would always come up and because I lived in London it was a really good time for me to go and see them both um so I'd get to see them every couple of weeks because they live quite far from me um and me and my mum would be sitting there watching the game and Teddy Sheringham would always come and warm up in front of us (laughs) it was a highlight (laughs) we would be like a couple of old pervs going oh here he is oh lovely it was the highlight but he was also I thought he was brilliant for us even though he was at the end of his career I just thought he was brilliant and I just had this massive crush and then I met him as well my mate was going get a photo so they were like Teddy have a photo with Marie and I was wearing this big fur coat and he put his arm underneath the coat and around really smooth for us I was like that oh (laughs) (laughs) oh it was proper like hey and i was just like that oh dream this is a dream it was uh, (laughs) completely so but you know on the the back of that i did i did um i just thought he did really well for us as well at the time and actually what we needed he's exactly what we needed at that time uh and uh and yeah no he did did a great job for us a great job for yeah. yeah yeah um, but uh yeah brilliant oh i love it really, really it's been it's been been amazing it's been lovely i really enjoyed it i was yeah, you know i was wondering whether i'd enjoy it or not i really enjoyed it. everyone everyone who comes on literally texts me afterwards and goes, oh i loved it and that's what it is it's just yeah. it's like it's i'm trying it's almost like two people talking in a pub you know someone's got a beer mat and they start writing out their 11 and it's like why'd you do that oh because of you know it's and that, that's that's all it, I, the idea is and that's why everyone loves it because every story is interesting and there's a couple of new a new names to add to the list which is always good. Definitely you won't get them again either. You won't get them again. Teddy, I've, I've had Teddy before, but definitely not. Definitely not. Um, definitely not Freddie. Bless him. Definitely not Freddie. But uh, it's been lovely. And obviously, uh, obviously, you're looking forward to your dad's 70th. And obviously, we'll see all the pictures on Facebook and stuff. So yeah, yeah, I'll take a load. Don't worry. I'll take yeah, a load. I can load. imagine. I can uh, imagine. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thanks everyone for watching as well. You know, like, share, subscribe, comment, message me, whatever. I read everything. Um, and until next time from Marie and me, take care, stay safe, come on your irons, Premier League next year. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.